Conspiracy theories are most often a smokescreen to divert us from the true evil. My dad was right. This family's money is dirty. Imagination is far more fascinating than reality. Welcome to Working for Uncle Henry, the podcast. I'm the series author and your narrator, Angela Mullins. Henry gets news the past may have been changed. Chapter 25 Edith settled in with the morning's crossword in between bites of steel-cut oatmeal. M to Einstein! Henry, buried in the classifieds, didn't respond. Edith's expectant glance toward him was met only with the backside of the help-wanted ads and silence. She turned to Parker, who was also now looking at Henry. The crossword had never stumped him before, and certainly a question about Einstein wouldn't. Well, Edith said to Parker, I guess it's your turn. Parker's eyes widened. Unlike Henry, Einstein was not his area of expertise. He cleared his throat, but before he had time to ponder an answer, Henry pushed back from the table. Excuse me, he said to them, then tucked the folded paper under his arm and left the dining room. Edith looked to Parker. It must be a really large formula fire to put out if he doesn't finish his breakfast. She turned back to her puzzle. Now, where were we? Gerard entered the dining room from the kitchen. Forgive me, Mrs. Archer, it's the police station. He handed over her cell phone. They have Mr. Harvey there. Oh, dear. I suspected he was drinking again. Thank you, Gerard. She excused herself and left the room. Parker was relieved not to have to sub for Henry on the crossword. He finished his scrambled eggs, and while he sipped the last of his coffee, decided to thumb through the section of the paper Gerard had placed beside him. Glaring at him was a headline that read, Zachary Enterprises Donates $10 million to World Hunger. Henry paced the concrete floor of the cellar, awaiting Carlisle's arrival through Gate 9. He was so consumed with the disturbing note in the classifieds, he barely noticed the secret door in the wall open and the dark-suited agent step into the room. Carlisle cleared his throat to gain the colonel's attention. It's not right, Carlisle. It can't be. The pacing resumed. He couldn't have actually done it. I'm afraid that possibility is very probable, sir. Zachary's bank accounts have grown a lot. It just mysteriously appeared, and he didn't steal it either. Henry's pacing paused. Well, that, Carlisle, depends on one's definition of theft. The official explanation is an inheritance, but there was no will probate publication, and as far as we can tell, his family has been dead for years. Henry pondered the possibilities. Investigate trust fund documentations. Carlyle nodded. A message in this morning's paper indicated he's going to be appointed to the board of directors of Technocorp. Yes, sir, that appears to be a done deal now that he's a major shareholder in the company. That company holds more information on American citizens, as well as a few other countries, than any entity on Earth. And I'm sure he'll find a way to tap into it. 
Sir, my sources also say POTUS is planning to recommend him to the vacancy on the World Food Program's executive board after that sizable donation he just made. Henry's sigh was so deep, Carlyle felt it. It seems Mr. Zachary is an overnight sensation, and that could have only come about one way. Henry had not spent much time with Parker since the debacle in France. Parker didn't really want to explain the ordeal. For now, he was just glad to be alive and back home. But his curiosity over the article in the paper was bugging him. Why was a casino owner alleged murderer donating money to the hungry? Guilty conscience? Perhaps Henry would know, and if he did, would he trust Parker with the information? Henry was pacing the space between his desk and credenza, tapping the tip of his pipe against his bottom teeth with one hand and tracing numbers in the air with the other. His coat lay crumpled on the floor. The tuft of his hair in the middle of his head was askew in all directions. Parker cautiously stepped inside. Henry, are you okay? The pacing finally paused and Henry's puzzled blue eyes shifted their focus to Parker. Close the door, he said somberly. Parker obeyed. I was wondering, sir, if the police found any more evidence about Simon Zachary killing Qatar. I just saw in the newspaper where he donated $10 million to the UN's hunger fund. Yes, Our Mr. Zachary seems to have come into a, a lot of money suddenly. The casino business must be better than I imagined. They are quite effective for filtering money from unscrupulous origins. Well, like drugs or stolen property? I wouldn't rule that out, but he seems to have recently inherited quite a bit from relatives who never were actually wealthy. I don't get it. Have you heard of the Mandela effect? Like, Nelson Mandela? It's named for him. It's a theory of parallel universes, yada yada. In reality, it's more of a psychological phenomenon called false memory, where someone remembers something that didn't actually happen and got its name from people thinking Mandela had died in prison. There are tons of other examples, but the implication is that Time travelers are changing history and thereby changing the future. Parker scratched his head. That's about the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Zachary was talking about it at the party. He no doubt plans to use it as an explanation. For how he got his money? So what's the real explanation? How did he get it? Time travel. Wait. You're saying that Mandela stuff is real? That Zachary traveled back in time and stole money? Henry glared at Parker as if he had said something utterly stupid. Of course not. People can't travel back in time. Well, then what did he do? It isn't about sending people back in time. That's too dangerous. You could end up with multiple U's in different timelines, but... Some progress has been made in sending data back in time. Information, that is. Information like to prevent disasters from happening? 
Possibly, but I doubt that's what Zachary is up to. I believe whatever he sent back was for his benefit, not the greater good. Parker shook his head questioningly. Have you ever made the statement, Parker, if only I had known? Well, sure. I imagine everyone has at some time or another. Correct. So what if you had known? I would have chosen differently. For a brief moment, he wondered if he would have accepted Henry's invitation and job offer had he known the events that would unfold. Perhaps you would have bought stock in a particular company before it became wildly successful. You would make millions. Do that multiple times and you're a billionaire. Perhaps you can have an original idea that was actually someone else's in the future, but the idea or technical know-how has been given to you from the future, and now it's your idea. Again, you make millions. It explains perfectly how Zachary has now become a wealthy man. Perfectly for Henry, maybe. Couple that with any information he's able to obtain through similar means, and you have a powerful man. So he sent info back. In time, to a younger self? Parker tried to hide the skepticism in his voice. Or his father, or anyone he would inherit from. The data would be sent via binary code, so theoretically you could send as far back in the past as the development of binary code, the early 1900s. How long does that take for the data to travel? It's instantaneous. That's how quantum entanglement works. Two particles separated by however much, Henry said with a shrug, are still connected and react simultaneously. Parker scratched his head. But how was he able to do that? Qatar's project was to send bits of massless data faster than the speed of light. That's why Zachary wanted it to send information back in time. But time travel in any form is very dangerous. History will most definitely be altered. The question is to what extent. No one can answer that. Even going back and changing your response to one decision, you can't know what the ripple effect will be to other people, maybe even people you don't even know. Hindsight may be twenty-twenty, but it is not omniscient. Only God is. Only he knows, and therefore he won't allow it. But you think Zachary pulled it off? Then, Parker asked reluctantly, did Turing's journal have anything to do with this? Henry looked up from his thoughts abruptly. I don't know. I never saw it. Parker hung his head. Why had he brought that topic up? Perhaps it did. Or perhaps... He wants it as a bargaining tool. A bargaining tool? Like a trade to get you to help him with the museum exhibit? Or better yet, not to turn him in for murder? Henry was contemplative. He couldn't afford for Parker to think he was keeping more secrets, so he nodded agreeably. That's a possibility. So what's the next move? Henry puffed his pipe. We'll be on our guard. And... Wait for his next move. He tried not to seem too casual with his response. Parker was reluctant. He had hoped for a more assertive reaction, 
but figured it wouldn't do any good to suggest such, particularly since he had no specific suggestions, so he decided to change the subject altogether. Uncle Henry, he paused to gather the right words in his head. Jennifer mentioned something a while back about a trust fund that Grandfather left us? Yes. Henry gazed at Parker with keen eyes. Are you ready for your share? Parker wasn't sure how to answer. He felt guilty even contemplating the idea. Maybe, but I'd like to know where the family money came from. How did Grandfather get it? Jennifer said he was a spy. He worked for the OSS during World War II and then later the CIA. As for our wealth, it originated from various sources. My father was a spy, yes, but he was also a bit of a treasure hunter. Treasure hunting? You mean like during the war? But those were stolen goods by the Nazis. Quantum Entanglement. Einstein called it spooky action at a distance. Ooh. If you want to hear some brainiacs talk about it, click the link in the show notes. I don't understand it, but I do believe new discoveries in this area show more and more the complexities of creation, whether you want to admit it or not, and the need for a creator. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes. And let me know what you think about the podcast in the comments below.